0: Hey, y'all! This is episode 71 of the Q and A podcast. My name is Anthony. Sitting right next to me, as always, is my pal DeQuincy.
1: I can't. Where
0: the heck did that go? From? We're back. I'm excited, man. It's been too long.
1: It's been what about two weeks? It,
0: at least two weeks, and we're back. I'm fresh uh, back from California. Took yeah. a vacation for a week, uh, feeling refreshed and rejuvenated, ready to get back into the swing of things. Haven't seen my buddy DQ in like two weeks. Yes, and I've then, been
1: busy building Noah's Ark and uh, withstanding all this crazy flooding that we oh, had yeah. for the past two weeks. While you were over in California, IA. No, I got back just.
0: I got back just in time to uh to endure uh, round two.
1: Oh, of a uh, tropical storm Bill. Yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't miss much. Well, since we're already talking about, let's just go into it. So, how was your uh, vacation? It was pretty fun, like relaxing.
0: Uh, Went to a theme park, rode some roller coasters, uh, Magic Mountain, which, man, I haven't done in decades, it seems like. Uh, went to a Dodger game, which was incredible, man. Dodger Stadium, you know, people, if you're into baseball as much as we are, mm-hmm. I highly recommend if you, if there's one other ballpark besides like your, your home ballpark, wherever you're from, wherever you're listening to this show from. If you haven't been to Dodger Stadium, I highly recommend checking it out. It's just, it is, it is so beautiful. Like the weather is perfect to watch a game. Uh, it's a great view. You've got mountains in the background. Uh, you know, if you're looking out into the outfield, it's a really, really pretty place, um, and a great view. I think just about anywhere for the most part. Uh, so that was uh, that was fun as well.
1: How was your first experience with the Dodger dog? I've heard stories that they're like they're overhyped and they're actually god-awful. Well,
0: you're pretty much paying for a name, essentially. You're paying for the experience of buying a, a world-famous Dodger dog. Hey, I went to a, to a Dodger game and I had a Dodger
1: dog. That's pretty much all you're paying I, I don't want to pay for an experience. I want to pay for good food.
0: Let me put it this way. I was glad to be back in Houston where um, the next time I go to a game, I'll oh. be able to get a Nolan Ryan's all-beef. All natural meat, star dog. Sounds like, that sound
1: like um, advertising right there.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm doing this one for free. Um, there's nothing like a star dog at Minute Maid Park, in my opinion. Um, and as far as Dodger dogs, Dodger dogs go, I, I don't. I mean, it wasn't the greatest hot dog I've ever had in my life, to be honest.
1: Overrated, am I uh, yeah, I would say so. Okay, no surprise there think things in California are overrated. Oh, hot take. Man, it's the mountains are
0: really pretty to see, but man, everything else, they're just ravaged by that drought. It's just kind of a shame. Like, so where did you stay? Uh, I stayed in Claremont, which is probably, it's a suburb, uh, probably about 45 minutes outside of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent most a lot of time in LA, uh, taking the train into town kind of walk around downtown and checking out some different bars and stuff mm. and the Dodger game as well
1: so this is a question I know people want me to ask when you're out in LA how much weed did you smoke none a little a lot or Joe <laughs> Rogan mouth? we got to know the uh, people are need to know all right they've been asking me on the streets for a week now
0: uh, We uh, there's a no comment on that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because solely for the fact it's not legal in Texas you know it's it's legal else in California for well if you have a license, you have a medical marijuana license, um, and I know people who have said licenses, but it's um,
1: eh, you know. So no your answer is no comment. Yeah. All that makes me think is I wonder how you got on the plane to come back to Texas because <laughs> you were high on your skull. <laughs> <laughs> so let me put this. I had a week, okay, so there's
0: plenty of time to explore every aspect of California that I could that mm-hmm. I could take in. So,
1: honest. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Okay. Uh, what else I wanted to ask you about your trip? Um, any interesting stories? Um, I got lost in downtown at like ten o'clock at night. And you're allowed to tell the tale. Yeah, it was pretty.
0: It wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't the um, the pretty side of LA that people
1: imagine. Uh, it was. I always imagine like LA is like beautiful and prestigious during the while the sun is up, but as soon as the sun goes down, that's when death comes out.
0: If you ever heard anything about LA in like the 1980s, or um, even the 1990s, listening, to, you know, hearing stories about Guns and Roses and stuff like that, uh, you kind of know what I'm talking about. It was, it was like really once awesome. the
1: sun goes down, you can find blow on every corner. I, and a hooker on every opposite corner.
0: I wasn't looking, but uh, uh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if it was very close. You to were the doing the pot. How
1: do I know? It's a gateway drug, man. How do I know? Uh,
0: but that was like the most adventurous moment, I guess. Everything else was pretty pretty normal. It was a pretty fun time. Uh, the roller coasters at Magic Mountain were pretty pretty intense. Um, and, uh, yeah, during the day, I mean, the weather was perfect, man. It took me... It took me an hour. Let's put, let's put, I guess some perspective. Mm -hmm. It took me about an hour in like a t-shirt and shorts to walk around anywhere, wherever I was in California, whether I was in Claremont or LA or whatever. It took me at least an hour to actually start perspiring. Like where I could feel it like on my back or the back of my neck, uh, where as opposed to
1: Houston, you're sweating 15 minutes after walking out the door.
0: I was gonna say five minutes after walking to the door, but you're, you're a little more generous. Um, it was pretty incredible the weather, like cool nights and cool mornings and warm afternoons uh, and, and you know early evenings. So.
1: And low humidity, I picked some.
0: Yes, absolutely. So it was fun. It was a great experience. Uh, you know, looking forward to going back many more times in the future. So
1: um any like hot spots any tourist attractions that you went to I really
0: didn't do too many touristy things I dro- we drove by, we drove nice by a to. man's Chinese theater mm-hmm. one like twice actually um uh, and that whole area was just inundated with tourists you know no
1: doubt there yeah
0: so it was it was cool to drive by and see but it you know there's too many stars in the walk of fame to to you know, to take notice. So, um, I tried to not be as touristy. I mean, there were times where, you know, I would stop and take pictures, of course, but um, other than that, I tried to try to integrate as much as I could into, um, I guess, local uh, spots. Um, so, you know, different bars here and there in downtown, and... Uh,
1: Basically, Uh, you didn't want to get pointed out as a visiting yokel, huh?
0: I wore Dodger blue uh, when I went to the game, so
1: gas. That was cool.
0: I kind of fit in a little bit. You traitor! (laughs) That's not like I'm a Dodger fan or anything.
1: Traitor. That's uh, just fitting Alright. All right. So you won't get beat like that poor Giants fan did. Absolutely,
0: I'm not. I mean, as horrible as as that story was, and (laughs) as kind of too soon as it is to make. (laughs) I just jokes think, about that. I that's, just imagine
1: you now your Dodger blue, looking around like, "Y'all know I'm from Texas. Y'all gonna have to find me."
0: I absolutely, you know, uh, <laughs> I absolutely thought about that when when deciding what to wear to go to a baseball
1: game. So, would you go again?
0: Absolutely, yeah. I look forward to it.
1: All right, that's cool. Glad you had fun, and more importantly, I'm glad you're back here on the podcast. So we the people, All in one piece? Yeah, we give the people what they need. I mean, it's been two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised people even... That's still been clicking on our website. <laughs> I'm really shocked. Um, so, let's get back... Let's just get to business. The reason that we uh, decided to podcast today... Sometimes... I'm going to give the people a little behind-the-scenes preview. Sometimes we don't know what to talk or write about. And, you know, it's a struggle. And we just rehash old topics. And then sometimes... It just falls from he- from heaven like manna. and that's what happened this week.
0: And really, there's a there's more. I mean, we could definitely talk about other stuff on another episode because the Astros are on fire. They're calling up all of their top prospects, mm-hmm. and these guys are contributing right away. They're not taking they're not taking their time uh, adjusting to the to major league level. They are full speed ahead, full steam ahead. And the players are responding. Correa's hitting. McCullers is pitching lights out. It's it's an exciting time to be a fan. But the main story we're looking to talk to, talk about today is uh, one that was just bizarre.
1: Like, it, this didn't even come out of left field. This came out of the stands behind left field. This is so weird. And a year in the making, it e- seems. Yes. Uh, of course, if you haven't seen the news by now, Are you living on the rock? (laughs) What's going on? Um, The FBI, they're investigating the Cardinals organization for hacking into the Astros' mission control. uh, Not just last year, but apparently a couple times before. Because, you know, last year we went through that big scandal where all their um, conversations were put out on the internet about uh, Lunau talking to other general managers about trade and stuff like that, and then the Astros had to do a Mia Koopa to all the 29 other teams. I feel like they should have another conversation with the Cardinals today, but it'd probably be, you know, more F bombs and not fan friendly. Um,
0: so, yes, it's apparently St. Louis Cardinals
1: who are the perpetrators of all of this. Oh, yes. The Cardinals with their best fans in all of baseball. Some would argue
0: it's a Kansas City Royals with their constant ballot stuffing. Oh,
1: um, you want to go, go there? With, take a tangent right Let's now? Let's do it now. Oh, God. Do you think they'll
0: go back to paper ballots next year? No.
1: Oh, God, no. Because this gonna... certainly
0: never happened with paper ballots. And we know people who would bring ballots by the
1: box load. Yes, and all those people are older people who know how to do the paper ballots. I feel like the whole, you have to have an email account to be in order to vote and only vote 35 times a day. Those older people, it kind of – they they don't want to do it.
0: But wouldn't you agree that if they did know how to do all that, if they did have access to that and had that kind of time? Because they clearly had the time up until last year to do the paper balance. Yes.
1: Wouldn't you think they would do the same exact thing that the I agree. world's fans are doing? I agree. And- but here's the thing. There are world fans out there that are creating like 10 to 20 email addresses yeah. so they can vote – 35 times to each address. It's ridiculous. Per day? Per day, yeah. Or is No, it per it's, day? it's per day. 30 times – 35 times per day per email address. I, so you have so 20 email addresses. Weird. That's 700 votes.
0: So if you have one email address, you get 30 votes?
1: Yes, per day. 35 per day.
0: So how does – I mean, how does it work? Do you have to – do you have to do it like every hour? Or you have to do a time to refresh? Or – can you just say, oh here's my here's my one email address, I'm gonna vote for Eric Hosmer thirty-five times this one time.
1: Just like that. Basically what you had to do is
0: Oh, I think do I okay. Do you get it now? I think I do. You know what?
1: You're gonna vote now?
0: No. Oh, no. <laughs> Not gonna give them any more information they already
1: have. They already know everything Did that you? they need to know. <laughs> I mean you worked for MLB. They know all your secrets. This is true. And the Before we continue, yeah, we, I'm sorry. Really no, 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 no. Before we continue, I just want to say right now, Anthony has a beautiful new MacBook. Uh, picked it up right before he got on vacation. So you know what that means. We could have Skype conversations. We can actually do more podcasts. Looking forward to it. I don't have to drive out here anymore. I can stay at <laughs> home and not wear pants. That's my dream in life that have a job where I don't wear pants. As long as uh, day. as long as
0: you position the camera from the shoulders up, shoulder up, I'm You're
1: good. Okay. Do what you want. All right. <laughs> Bingo, mango. That's the plan. But uh, back to this. It's just ridiculous that um, this is allowed, especially since this well, let's
0: tell them what, what's happening. That the Royals are going to probably start send eight players. To be starters on the All Star team, there,
1: it's gonna be Royal on at every position on the AL team except for center field, where Mike Trout is like barely fighting off another Royal player. It's ridiculous, and especially ridiculous. Like I'll admit, I'm a Homer, uh, and um, you know I love my Astros. Jose Altuve has just been taken over by the world's second baseman. Do you know his name? Omar Infante. Yeah, Omar Infante. And Infante is, like, barely hitting two twelve.
0: He's the worst hitting second baseman in baseball.
1: Yes. At that point, you're just making a mockery of the game. And if if we're going to let fans do this and let them vote whoever they want to, that's fine. But then there's no way in hell that we should allow the All-Star Game to decide who has home field in the World Series. I felt that way for years, and now this just, you know— This just increases the rage that I feel about this. This is all Bud Selig's fault. I blame him. (laughs) Uh I blame him for a lot, though. I blame him for this. So what do you think um, – sorry. What do you think MLB should do about this?
0: Oh, man. I mean, what can they do right now? They can't do
1: nothing about this. There's nothing
0: they can do. Um They have to plan for next year. That's all they can do at this point, right now. We're two weeks away from from ballot from a voting uh, ending, July second. The the ballots or the you know polls close, I guess, as it were. Um, you know this problem. They clearly didn't see this problem building the past month when I guess this all started. So what, what more can you do? What can you do at this point? You just have to reevaluate and plan for next year. Like, But you have to start right now and have your plan in place to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Do because it's ridiculous. Do you
1: limit the amount of votes people can do? Like one vote per day?
0: Probably. I, that might be the only thing you can
1: do. I mean, the one. most intensive thing would be the to put in your social security call, well, that, that number, that, you get that one vote for the entire year?
0: That and track, like, every IP address you know, from <laughs> every, every, every ballot, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Just turn to, like, what's that movie, Blade Runner? <laughs> no. uh, this... My only problem with it is I feel like many people are going to tune out. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to see – it's like, oh, it's all Royals players. you're a Tiger fan, you don't want to see that. And can you imagine how big the bench is going to be for the American League? Because every team has to have at least one all-star.
0: That's right. So, I don't – That like, puts the National League so, at a disadvantage. Yeah,
1: because they're going to have to make more bench spots.
0: There, there's no way they can't. I mean, you have to expand the rosters this year.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just – man. Thanks, Kansas City. Once again, you ruined everything. This is why we can't have no nice things. <laughs> all right, we're done with that tangent. Are we? I yeah. am. Yeah. Oh, okay, so let's go back to the uh, hacking scandal. So last year when, let's go the backstory. Last year when the Astros were hacking all their information on the internet, um, the Astros uh, front office reached out to MLB who reached out to the FBI to find out who had hacked them? Because at the time they thought it was just an out, um, basically a lone a lone wolf hacker, yeah. an outside just some person. Geek. Yeah, the hacking side. Uh, the FBI, you know got to work and found out that the that the hack had started from a, a home in Jupiter, Florida, a home that the Cardinals had were home that the Cardinals organization owned because it's one of their spring training houses, and that pointed the finger to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really not sure how far this goes. This it could be something like small, like one or two employee, former employees of Jeff Lunau uh, upset and pissed off because of the way he may have treated them on his way out, just trying to hack inside, missing control, and... Put his information out there and embarrass him. Or this could go all the way up to like the CEO and the owner and all this stuff. Maybe they were trying to. Maybe they gave the okay. Yeah, they gave the okay. They went through. They got all. They saw everything. He was talking to other GMs about trades. Got all their scouting reports, things like that. We really don't know how far this goes. So we won't know until the FBI finishes their findings. Hopefully by next week. Um, first and foremost. Uh, what do you think the punishment should be?
0: Oh, man. I mean, you're talking about tampering with uh, with research, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, scouting reports. I mean, you're looking at findings on different players. I think you have to take at least a first-round draft pick. I mean, because the, the, their goal clearly was to find out what we knew or what we were, how we looked at certain.
1: Processes. Well, let me ask you, I'm, I should ask you first. Do you think this is all the way the entire organization or just some lowly nerds trying to get back a loon out?
0: I don't know how, I, I don't imagine it goes all the way to the top, like to the owner of the baseball team, mm-hmm. um, but you have to imagine it goes pretty high up. Because they're doing this out of a – this was allegedly perpetrated, you know, inside an actual, you know, team-owned facility, Mm -hmm. whether it's a house or, you know, an apartment or an office. You know, clearly the team was paying for this particular location to be used by employees. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you're just going to put anybody in there that you don't necessarily trust. You know that's just going to all of a sudden flip out, flip out, and uh, start hacking, you know, doing, doing, uh, you know, committing, committing misdeeds like this. And every team, every company, every mm-hmm. company, not just sports, but every company, whatever computer is in that, you know,
1: in, in the that facility. facility
0: wherever, they're all connected to that network. Mm-hmm. So you have to imagine IT had to have known about
1: it. Said, even
0: even if they were using, you know, a, a personal computer, mm-hmm. you're looking at maybe, wi- you know, hooking up to the Wi-Fi, purchasing, you know, data plans that can still be traced to the club somehow. There's just, it's too, like, it just doesn't make any sense that a, a lone employee would just say, you know what, I'm going to hack in. I'm gonna go and buy. I'm gonna to go to AT and T store and buy like a you know Wi-Fi hotspot that I can use that, that can't be traced back to the team. I mean, it just doesn't sound like a person would go through all that trouble unless they you know had the
1: okay for someone above them. The the
0: wink wink, the nudge nudge, or even the implicit, hey, see what you can find. I mean, it could go either
1: way. Yeah, I really think it's something. It's something as simple as. Um, it was maybe not planned out, but they were messing around trying to get in, and they got in on accident. And someone higher up found out about it. And said, well, get in and out, but don't get caught. Mm-hmm. And they got caught. What did they? Mm-hmm. So, um, let's go back to the punishment. You say you think that they're going to, you should, they should lose their first round pick, correct?
0: At least their first round pick. And look, this is this is comparable to. You know the spygate in the NFL. What what happened with the Patriots? They got they lost a first round pick and they were fined half a million dollars. I
1: think you've got to find the team as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is let's, this let's espionage. Yes, this is corporate espionage. This is
0: worse yeah. than than what happened in in with
1: the, the NFL, NFL situation the because
0: that was a case where you just had you you basically had some guy wearing like a cowboy hat with a hole cut out of it with a camera.
1: Filming the what was going on two hundred feet away. <laughs> you make it sound like it happened like something out of a Get Smart episode. <laughs> you know,
0: guys well, yeah,
1: I've never seen
0: this. Scene. He's just wearing an oversized cowboy hat with a hole with a <laughs> carved out, with the camera lens sticking, you know, just barely sticking out and filming. You know, just turning your head left and right as to what's going on. This was these guys, you know, went through passwords. You know, went through. Lines of code, maybe to to find to get into this to to an opposing team system. That's way more sophisticated than than what they did with the Spygate or whatever
1: you call oh, it. Spygate, the yeah. Flak Gate, yeah. Well, uh, you know, well, I'm talking about yeah. both of them. What the Cardinals have alleged to done is more serious than both of those put together. Absolutely. Um, so
0: at least a fine and a loss of a draft pick.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about what's not going to happen. There's not going to be a postseason ban. No. That's not, that's not going to happen. And apparently there's a clause in the CBA where the Astros can't even sue. saw this on FanGraphs earlier today. The Astros can't even sue the Cardinals because MLB clubs are forbidden from taking um, mm-hmm. legislation against each other.
0: So, they, well, then that's where the fine comes in because if you're the Astros, then maybe you should be able to sue Major League Baseball. So if the settlement is okay. Well, Major League Baseball owes the Astros two million dollars.
1: There you go. You oh, find, I think the fine's higher than two million.
0: Well, for example, but you find you find
1: the Cardinals two million dollars. How much do you think the fine would be if you were if you're um, what's Rob? It, Rob Manfred and you're in charge and this comes across your desk and you know you have to find the Cardinals? How big of a fine is it?
0: I think it's it's depend. It depends on. If you're being sued by the Astros because they can't sue the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and whatever the judge, if or the arbitrator, whoever decides that that fine is you know applicable, mm-hmm. you then impose that, that same amount to cover to cover your loss. I mean, because you're if you're having to pay five million dollars out of pocket, then you're gonna have to go find that somewhere else. And that somewhere else is St. Louis Cardinals.
1: Well, uh, it else? looks like the maximum the commissioner can find a team is $2 million. Okay. Because I was going high. I would say $5 million. <laughs> uh, for not just punishing the Cardinals, but also you have to set a precedent that this can never happen again. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I agree with you. There should be a fine. I also think that um, not only should the Cardinals lose draft picks, but those picks should be given to the Astros. Ooh, yeah, compensatory. Maybe that's what yeah, because compensatory picks. Any picks that are lost, they have to go through the uh, CBA. So the players agree. Uh, players' unit has to agree to it. Mm-hmm. So if a pick is lost, that means that the money pool has gone down. And there's one thing players don't like is losing money. But if you tell players, hey, that money is still going to be there. It's just going to be with the Astros mm-hmm. instead of the Cardinals. They'll be all right with that. Yeah. So I think there should be a fine, $2 million fine, switch over picks from the Cardinals to the Astros, for sure picks to the Astros, and whoever was involved in this should be banned for life from baseball.
0: Yeah, I I agree.
1: And for the love of God, everybody go to the IT department and say, hey, we need an upgrade. (laughs) I mean, this is just the weirdest story. You have the Cardinals, a team that has won... Year in and year out has been one of the most successful teams. Year in and year out, they yeah. contenders. Yeah, hacking the Astros, who for the past, what, three, four years have been the worst team in all of baseball. Yeah. It's so weird. Why? Like, hack the Dodgers. That's what you need to do because <laughs> they're good. Don't hack the team that's, A, not good and not in your league anymore. Mm-hmm. Anything else you would like to say about this? We're kind of not long-winded today. It's only twenty-six minutes in.
0: Well, it's a pretty open and open and shut case, you know, with with this
1: you know hacking scandal. I mean, this is. Um so also, so the New York Times report says that it happened because the um, whoever did in the Carlos organization just guessed passwords that Jeff Luna used before while he was running. Uh, the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Well, today, now came out and said, no, I changed passwords, and that's not that's not what happened. Who do you believe?
0: I imagine you've got to believe the guy who sounds like he made the most sense. But the, sto- the story that makes the most sense, that you leave one company, you go to another company, and you change passwords.
1: I mean, that's the logical... That sounds more logical than... You leave, one, you leave your company, you keep the same password, someone hacks in and then you just say, I changed my password, of course I did, so to cover your own ass? Yeah. That's how logical it's to me. It's not
0: like, Luno's, Luno's not the kind of guy that would put, you know, his password would just be password one,
1: you know? Duh, it's astros1234. <laughs> That's day one. You're right over there, man. You're like yeah. completely in tune with your computer now.
0: Do you think this is the first time that this has happened to between two ball clubs that we know about? I mean, is this the first time this has happened? This you is, is is you know, has this has happened before, then we just don't know
1: about it. Not not to specifically the ask between I'm not saying Cardinals. Cardinals. I'm not just saying in baseball. I'm talking about like I'm thinking all the sports. Yeah. Has this ever happened before? I'm sure it's happened. Someone's hacked in and saw something and got out real quick. I wouldn't be surprised if that if that's happened before. You know, you're talking about million dollar contracts, and you know, um, basically you're talking about people who're doing anything to get an edge. I mean, we say that the players for years take PEDs to get an edge. What makes you think the front office won't cheat to get an edge in the doing contracts or scouting reports? trying to see who wants who and who doesn't want who and trying to, you know, get an edge on the field that way. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, so. Su- I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out that, you know, team A has been hacking team B in basketball or football, but you know, until then, we're just going to sit here and say this is the first time. You? Uh, I can't,
0: I can't believe, I can't imagine that it's this- uh, not the first time that is I can't imagine it is the first time I I mean there's so much data and information like in all like in any business mm-hmm. but especially in sports where over the past 15 years the way that teams that any you know sports organization evaluates
1: players has changed It's all mental. We've gone through the Moneyball revolution. Everything's in computers and your hard drives and your your kids with your uh, Hulu and Facebook. You're ruining America. Your floppy (laughs) disks and your... uh, (laughs) Ah, floppy disks.
0: I just found one today
1: in a a bag that was in my (laughs) house. Yeah, your grandfather gave you that little laptop carrying case and there was a floppy disk inside. Yeah, somebody left it in there. And now I want to know what's it too. You it could like start with the war games. He's like, I
0: have no way of <laughs> <laughs> no. Like,
1: way. where would you go to the to, to be able to work on a floppy to pull up any kind of information on a floppy disk? You have to like time travel back to 1992. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. So we good, man? Short little podcast off and love. Yeah, I think so. All right, that's awesome. 30 minutes in, that's all we can promise you people today. First one back. It's been a really long time. Yeah,
0: you got to crawl before you walk.
1: Yeah. I, I always have to make sure you say that right. Because one day you'll be like, <laughs> you have to walk before you crawl. Like, that's incorrect. All right. Anything else you want to say to the people? Um... Uh,
0: okay, I'm finding out how you're able to vote 35 times.
1: <laughs> Is that what you've been doing for like the past 15 yeah, minutes? I've been
0: a lot of ballot and um, you submit the ballot and you type in like numbers, you know, those that security box that mm-hmm. makes, makes sure that you're human or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you submit, it prompts you to to type in the numbers again, it says type in a new set of numbers. So you just keep doing that again, unless you want to change the ballot. So you just submit whatever you got there. Yeah,
1: it's over and over again until yeah, it finally crazy. stops you. After 35 times. And
0: and I'll be honest, there's only one legitimate starter from the Kansas City Royals that should be a starter. Compared to the other positions, that's Sally Perez, catcher. He's the best catcher in the American League mm-hmm. right now. But... There's plenty of other players. There are plenty of other first basemen that are better than Hosmer.
1: As Miguel Cabrera.
0: Cabrera, Abreu. Uh, gosh, I don't even remember the list. But
1: <laughs> You forgot uh, the list that quick.
0: Better third baseman than Moustakis. and, and those Josh and,
1: Donaldson, who has been on
0: fire. Absolutely. And I say those two guys because they're having really good seasons. They are having... All star caliber seasons, but not all star starting caliber exactly. seasons. They definitely deserve to have you know to be elected to the team, but as a bench player.
1: And the fact that even though he, I know he took PEDs, but Nelson Cruz isn't the starting DH is ridiculous.
0: Who's gonna Oh yeah, Kendrick's Miles. Yeah. I mean, that's almost as bad as if David Ortiz was a starter this year.
1: As bad as he's been this year.
0: Yeah, he, his time is his time has come. His time is up, and it's someone else's time now.
1: Chances that you'll watch the All-Star game?
0: Um, if there's if there's eight starters from the Kansas City Royals, there's a hundred percent chance I'm watching the game because I want to hear the boos from the crowd. I want to hear the commentators. I want to see the reactions from the opposing teams. there. I'm absolutely going to tune into that game at least for the first two innings. For the first. Actually, for the first third of an inning, because, or whenever, uh. uh they up. you actually do the first inning to give them a uh, chance to bat and play defense. So that way, you pull them, you just pull every game.
1: I, yeah. I don't even know when the All Star game is. <laughs> Does it say up there? Uh. It should be like in three weeks,
0: maybe? I think so. July 14th. July yeah. 14th. Alright. It's like a month away. Just under a month away.
1: Yep, you are correct. I don't think... I'm, I'm with you. I might watch an inning, maybe two, but that's it. I don't... I'm because not me. remotely interested in watching the Kansas City Royals bat around. Kansas City Royals
0: face the American League... The or the National, National League. League. All stars, yeah. <laughs> Poor Mike Trout. He's got to be
1: like, what's going on here?
0: Uh, he's getting paid, so I wouldn't be too worried about it. If I'm making Mike Trout money, I don't really concern myself with anything, but... Making sure you're uh, you're earning that paycheck mm-hmm. and making sure that uh, you stay healthy enough to, to where they
1: don't try to find a way to get out of that paycheck. Yeah. Agreed. All right. We did my man? We're good. We're good. Anything you want to say to the peeps?
0: Uh, as always, thank you for tuning in. We're back. Uh, we look forward
1: to... To you looking forward to hearing us again. Yes, actually doing this podcast more than once every two weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I just have a couple of shout-outs. I want to first, uh, by the time this comes out, I give a happy belated birthday to my brother. Yes. He turns 25 today. That's right. Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. So happy birthday, Daniel. You are the... One beneath your wings? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say no, and I would come, just keep going. No, Not I going was going to – I had something to say, but then I realized I'd have to go back in idiot, so it wasn't worth it. <laughs> um, also, a yeah, shout-out to my friend Shanice and her husband, Marcel, expecting their second baby. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. tov. Mazel as our people say. Baby number two, expected in January 2016. Which is awesome for them. Terrible for me because hearing about this gave my girlfriend the baby fever. And so I'm fighting that off right now. No children. No babies. Good. Come on, baby. <laughs> baby, baby. All right, we good? All right. Good. For Anthony, I'm De Quincy. Later, babies.